This episode is brought to you by your art supplies. Use them. No, really, use them. Picasso, Kevin Spacey, Paula Dean, Martha Stewart, and John Lennon. What do these artists, these famous people, have in common? Aside from being known for their greatness in their chosen field, they have seemingly fallen from grace in the eyes of the public, in some way. Picasso was known to be quite the misogynist. Kevin Spacey, of course, is embroiled in uh, sexual assault cases. Paula Deen is seen as a racist and a bigot. And Martha Stewart was jailed for fraud. These people have created a particular image of themselves that seems so pure or powerful and impactful to the common eye that we tend to forget that they are incredibly human. And what they do outside of their artistic work or or the work that they're known for can still have an impact on how they are viewed by society. I've been thinking about this subject for quite a while and I've been wondering how easy or difficult is it to reconcile one person's work from who they are? What if an artist who you love and adore and idolize and care so much about is suddenly revealed to be a terrible person or has done something awful in the past. I remember discovering how huge, uh, uh, how hugely racist uh, Wagner and Lovecraft were. Um... Wagner was, of course, uh, to some extent, quite anti, uh, quite an anti-Semite, and his his music was used by the Nazis. And Lovecraft, of course, didn't shy away from uh, writing articles about, well, the inferiority of the black race. And um, when I when I discovered uh, these uh, these bits of information that were seemingly withheld from me when I was a child, I felt bad about liking them so much. These people shaped a lot of my interests in in my youth, and they still have a profound influence in the way I think, in the way I write, in the music that I listen to, and I keep wondering, does that make me a terrible person for liking artists who have a very dark side to them. I mean, these these uh, artists, uh, Wagner and Lovecraft, are dead. There's no way that they can be made to answer for their, their lifestyle or their beliefs. So what about people who are actually still alive, like, um, well, like I said, Kevin Spacey and... Um, Catherine Heigl, uh, Johnny Depp, 
and Nobuhiro Watsuki, uh, the uh, the creator of Rurouni Kenshin. These people, while they live, have already created, um, like I said, a, a form of empire or story to back up their their entire life. People love uh, Kevin Spacey for his acting, and of course, a lot of uh, a lot of Filipinos and um, a lot of uh, a lot of just a lot of people just love Ruruni Kenshin the anime and the manga and the films so how does one reconcile loving the art and knowing full well that the artist is not as good of a person as we thought they were it's um it's a difficult question to ask because some people argue that you can divorce the art from the artist and it is easy enough to think that I'm not here for the person but I'm here for what they have done in in their chosen artistic field or, or, or in whatever uh, in whatever progress that they have contributed to mankind but then there are also people who ask or, or who argue that there is no way that you can look at a person in the same light or in the same way knowing full well this new uh, this new data this this new part of of their of their life reconciling this is not going to be answered in one sitting i think and um personally I try to support the art and I try to appreciate the art as much as I can without being too embroiled in an artist's past, especially if they're no longer alive because, like I said, they won't be able to be punished for what they've done. Very recently, I uh, read a couple of articles about Dr. Seuss and we all know him to be an, uh, an incredible author and a lot of children grew up with uh, Dr. Seuss's books. But um, new information uh, has, has uh, been revealed and his first wife had apparently committed suicide because of suspicion of his infidelity. And true enough, he married that woman who was suspected of being his lover. And it's difficult for me to immediately judge um, Dr. Seuss's work because I, I, as a child, infidelity was not uh, was not a problem for me. I didn't know what the hell that meant. But then. His first wife committed suicide because of you know, depression and the disease that she was, uh, she was living with. And add to the fact that um, uh, Dr. Seuss's infidelity exacerbated her, her situation. I think, I think what we can do 
is look at a person's genius and appreciate it for what it is, but at the same time understand that they are completely human. Every person that we idolize, every person that we admire and look up to is not perfect. They have flaws, some of them quite egregious and and horrifying. Some people that we admire can actually be terrible, uh, terrible human beings to their children or to their parents or to their partners or have committed crimes that when we discover what they are, we just can't pretend that these things never happened or that they don't exist. If you were an artist and you admire somebody and you see someone as your inspiration for why you became an artist, does that mean you stop becoming an artist or you feel like you've been living a lie this whole time because you discovered that they committed a crime in the past or like um, like Caravaggio he he actually murdered somebody or like um, I don't know Louis C.K. he perved out on, on somebody while talking on the phone it's it's just um, it's just ludicrous to pretend that these uh, that, the, that the information that we get doesn't exist But it's also unjust and unfair to our own creative process if we stop becoming artists or if we stop doing what we're passionate uh, about just by the discovery that our idol is an asshole. I mean, Bob Marley is is practically deified by so many people, but we tend to ignore the fact that he bullied so many other artists uh, uh, in Jamaica just so he could become the number one artist in that country and eventually one of the most popular artists in the world of his time. And even now, people who I talk to and, and, and share the information, they, they have this... Um, painful look on their face that they're trying to understand this new information and they try to ask me where I got it from and who who gave me this knowledge and a thorough search on the internet will show you so many articles and so many bits and pieces of Marley's life and um, Seuss's life and Martha Stewart's life and Lovecraft's life and it, it reveals to you their flawed way of living and and how broken they are as human beings so it's 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 not something that you can pretend it doesn't exist and i'm gonna keep going back to it these facts exist and we can look at it with a certain level of understanding and maybe with more than a bit of salt and we can at least see that they may be capable of inspiring us to do great things, but can also caution us against excess, against ego and pridefulness and, and the vanity of living a, a life that that isn't exactly invisible now. Thanks to the internet, anything we do online or even offline 
can be revealed to the whole world. There is no escaping it. And when we acknowledge the fact that we as human beings can make awful mistakes, we can be a bit more cautious about the choices that we make, about the people that we, we idolize and of the, of the lives that we live. Because nobody wants to be famous and then have somebody say, oh, hey, back in 2004, you kicked a puppy. Nobody wants to be the person famous for kicking a puppy. And nobody wants to fall from grace. So what we have to do then is exercise caution in... Uh, in, in our level of admiration. Let's not deify anybody. Let's not put uh, let's not put people, especially people we like, on a pedestal. Because you know the saying, never meet your heroes. It's it's true because sometimes you tend to discover that some of them, or maybe all of them, have have very bad days. And they can say things that are hurtful. They can do things that are mean-spirited. And that they don't... They don't always have... That spirit of creativity. They can also be quite destructive. So this isn't saying that you have to stop liking people. You have to... uh, It's not saying that you have to stop admiring artists or finding new people to to follow or idolize in some way or learn from it's saying that you can't pretend that they're not human you can't pretend that Nobuhiro Watsuki did not have child pornography in his computer you can't pretend that uh, John Lennon was not a wife beater and that he wasn't uh, he, he wasn't ignoring his his children you can't pretend that um, that your local artist um, was not you know was not indicted for harassment or sexual misconduct if you do discover something about a person about someone that you love and admire and it breaks your heart, don't let it break your will. Don't let it become a reason for you to quit what you're doing. Because your admiration for them did not make you an artist. Your work in what you do, your passion is what made you an artist, not them not their influence. It may have helped in some way, but you are still quite capable of becoming your own person. If you must know something awful about another, uh, about someone you admire, then you have to practice distancing yourself without destroying yourself. Whatever vision you have of the future or of your own creativity should not be corrupted by the corruption of those you of of those you love 
And as much as I'd like to say that people can, you know, people people need to be given their own chances, if somebody has done something terrible, then you're going to have to choose. Are you going to let that person's awfulness affect you so much that you will no longer be creative or be loving or be kind? No, of course not. You just have to be patient with yourself and admit that maybe at some point you weren't looking with with clear eyes. But you've got to move on. You've got to learn from the from from your ignorance. You know, from you've got to learn and accept that you were ignorant for a time. And when you become someone's idol, when you become somebody's mentor, don't pretend that you're perfect. Be honest with them. Trade your ego and your pride for a bit of humility and a bit of self-awareness because whatever it is that you're carrying whatever pain that you're living must not be transferred to the next generation because it will keep on going and it won't matter how much you regret it if you don't stop yourself from being the asshole Thank you very much for listening to The Lex Files. Again, I appreciate your time. And for everybody that uh, keeps coming back, I I, I love you guys so much. If you have topics that you want to share with me, if you have a response to this, please let me know. Uh, um, You know, in a comment or maybe in in a message to me. I appreciate everything that you do. Share this with somebody who's uh, who's struggling with an uh, with a person that broke their heart because of um, some new information that came into their life. And um, I'll see you in the next one. Have a great time. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs>